Well, good morning, everyone. For many Christians in the first half of the 20th century, there was a little-known person by the name of Toyohiko Kagawa. Toyohiko was a son of a rich Japanese businessman, and he was a Buddhist orphan by the age of four when he was found and raised by Presbyterian missionaries. It is through them that he learned the love of Christ. He was baptized, he studied theology, and became a peace activist at a time when Japan was at war with Russia. And because of his faith, he was found guilty of treason, beaten, and imprisoned. On Christmas Day in 1909, at the age of 21, Toyohiko moved to the slums of Shinkawa, just outside Tokyo, where he served the poor for 15 years. He organized peasant unions and cooperatives and wrote Tristes on the plight of the poor. And in 1923, when an earthquake wrecked Tokyo, the government turned to the incorruptible Toyohiko to supervise the relief. Thanks, sorry about that. Okay. Um, however, he continued to be persecuted by the government for his peace and activism. Being imprisoned several times, and he was a subject of many calls for his execution as a traitor. He spent most of the Second, war, Second World War in prison. But after the war was over, Toriyuhiko was appointed as an advisor to the Prime Minister and was made Commissioner for National Social Welfare and led a campaign for national repentance. And he is quoted as saying, Christ alone can make all things new. The spirit of Christ must be the soul of all real social reconstruction. It was said by Rabbi Israel Goldstein, the president of the American Jewish Congress, he was asked if he could name a Christian who would work together with Jews for world peace. And without hesitation, he responded by nominating Tohiko Kagawa, saying that his religion was contagious. Now clearly, Tohiko knew Jesus Christ to be the focus of an authentic or true faith and the, and the one alone in whom all things can be made new. That is such a great statement for all of us to remember. True faith comes only through Jesus Christ. And by that faith, we can overcome the world. As John reminds us in 1 John chapter 5, verses 4 through 5, when he said, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except for the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? <clears throat> First, our faith... Oh, sorry. Got my pages out of order. <laughs> okay. And we hear this and we believe it. But there are times in our lives when our faith will be tested by fear. And we want to huddle and hide in a locked room, much like the disciples did in verse 19 of today's gospel reading, when John wrote, On the evening of that day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews. 
They were hiding in the locked room because they were afraid of the Jews, which represented their society at the time. They were afraid of the repercussions from society for being one of Jesus' disciples. I think we can all relate to being fearful about something in our lives. It could be fear of not knowing if we will have a job or a place to live, or even fear about our health. And we have all experienced things in our lives that have caused us to be fearful. And we are not alone in this human emotion. Even the disciples were afraid at some points. But the good news is that whenever our fear, whatever our fear is, it can be overcome by our faith in Jesus Christ. And we have heard this said in many sermons that faith is the opposite of fear. More specifically, the faith that we have in our risen Lord can help us to overcome the fears of this world. So how can our faith in Jesus' resurrection help us overcome these fears? First, our faith, specifically our faith in the resurrection, gives us defense against the corruption of the world. We especially need to lean into our faith when we step out and interact with society. Christians are facing growing pressure to conform and compromise by weakening the gospel to appeal to corrupt world standards and ideology. It seems each day the world is going further into sin and corruption. And it seems each day Christians are being pressured more and more to compromise and accept these false teachings. And with each passing day, the world is becoming more hostile towards God. But we can resist these pressures and temptations by leaning into our faith in the truth of God's word. It is by the true and deep faith that we can withstand these pressures and attacks of the corrupt world. And we are not alone in this battle. When we remember the truth of the resurrection, we remember that Jesus is indeed alive, and therefore Jesus is always with us. The constant presence of God in Jesus is with us. By experiencing his presence, we are, making, we are made strong to withstand the false teachings and temptations of this world. Experiencing Jesus through prayer and constant reliance in obedience to his word in all aspects of our lives strengthens our faith in Jesus and becomes our strong protection against the corrupt world. Remembering that he took on human flesh, came into the world, suffered on the cross for our sins, and then rose from the dead. If we hold on to these, onto and believe these facts, we will have faith to withstand the world. One theologian wrote about troubled times, but if we believe in the incarnation, we believe in a God himself, who himself went through all this, even to the cross. And who can, therefore, help others who are going through it? You see, the world did all they could to Jesus to try to stop him and bring him down. It relentlessly pursued him and slandered him. The leaders branded him a heretic and a friend of sinners. When all that did not stop him, they played judge, jury, and executioner. Society did what, everything they could, humanly possible, to try to eliminate him, but it all failed. The world they, 
the world thought they had stopped him after they had crucified him. The good news for us is that even crucifixion did not stop Jesus. Because after his death on the cross came the resurrection. After the shame of the cross came the glory. And if we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, we always have Christ the victor with us to make us victorious. And we share in that victory when we have true faith in Jesus. But faith in the risen Lord is somewhat more than merely believing and distinct from having just eager feelings at times. It must be so real, so strong, so active and ready at hand as that it shall really enable us to get the better of temptation and overcome the world. And the visible world which we live in and move around in is different for each one of us. But we cannot find one thing that's the same. And that is that worldly things, those are the things that tempt us, tempt us and draw us away from the things that are out of sight. In other words, the things of this world will distract us and draw us away from the heavenly world. The cares of the day are all pulling us and trying to draw us away from God. But those are only temporary and will fade away. So in order to overcome this world, we need to turn from those things and really to turn away from the things which seem desirable in it and to give them up for the sake of the better things out of sight or the heavenly things. And when our faith gives us that strength to turn from those things, and causes us to forego earthly things in order to secure things eternal and to please God, then it is a faith which overcomes the world. So believe in the risen Lord Jesus Christ. Let us persevere and pray to do so. Let us have grace to call upon him in all temptations. And in overcoming the world daily, may we hope that we have faith. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.